Undiscovered Planet podcast, hosted by Damo Sims and Nick Stapani. Welcome, everybody. What a fantastic night it's going to be here with the Undiscovered Planet podcast with me, Damo Sims, and Mr. Nick Stoppani. Hello. Welcome to the show. Oh, how are we doing, mate? Really good, Damo. How are you? I am energised like you wouldn't believe tonight. So am I. I've just had a chicken korma and I've now got a pint of water. So yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Well, I'm on the old... Uh, Pepsi Max, obviously other Cokes are available, including Coke. Just had a massive carvery, mate. We've just been out and had a huge carvery. I even had oh, king that's size. Where you, that's where you were. That's where that's you were. That's where I was. Start the production meeting. Mate. Yeah, okay. You'll appreciate it, though, because a, a, a fully fed demo is way better than a hungry one, I'll tell you that. I know, I do know that, and I appreciate that, Damo, mate. Cheer, mate. Mr. Stepani, we've got such a fantastic night ahead of us because tonight we're going to have a special show all around UFOs and aliens. Oh, my... Hold first time <laughs> of asking. <laughs> the first oh, no, time. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to do that again. again. Just say that again. I'm going to say please. it again now. Right. Okay. Well, God. we have... Shut up. We have got a wonderful night out of us because tonight we're going to do a special show on UFOs and Alien Special. Ooh, hey, really? what was that noise? Really? That was freaky. Really? Whenever I say it, it happens, don't it? Uh, mate, uh, looking forward to this. We've got some brilliant stuff coming up. Uh, of course, we have uh, <laughs> the UFO and Alien special. <laughs> we'll get used to it. Uh, we've yeah. got uh, Stepani's Supernatural Quiz. We've got another part, part two of your interview with Natalie as well. Um, yes. And obviously, yes. a few shout-outs later on. We've lots of uh, belly laughs, hopefully, and some bits and bobs coming through it. But hope you're all doing well. Also, Nick, some great news. We have our fantastic guys who follow us in the UK. We have our core of fans over now in the US. And guess oh, where no. we've broke now? Oh, my goodness, where? Only from France. Oh, bonjour. Hello, everybody in France. Hope you're doing well. Yeah. Cheer, mate, cheer. Honestly, did you know what, Jamie? The last time I, the last time I went to France, I, I'm not going to lie, I had an Eiffel of the Tower. Did you? I had an Eiffel. Oh. I, yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. And it was lovely. It was lovely. So, yeah, that's, that's all good. That is all good. So, bonjour. Bonjour to everyone. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just trying to soak up that fantastic uh, fantastic joke. Um, also, uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to go on to... Should we go on to some weird wheel news right now, mate? Should we do that for a minute? I'm glad you said that correctly, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. That's the first Let's time in three weeks. world news. Here is the news. Uh, I'm sorry, all I've got for this week is that... <laughs> I'm sorry, we've got video camera and you do not want to see what I just saw. Um, 
Yeah, all I've got this week, guys, I'm really sorry, is I've seen a clip and people need to reach out to the show and let us know if this is real or not. It's a clip of Joe Rogan talking about, in China, that has been now claimed secretly, it's come out, that they have found an island filled with dinosaurs. Now, apparently this came about because somebody was inside a shop in China and uh, they didn't speak Chinese, but other people that were in there were listening to this this news report that was going on. And uh, they were all like, stop what they were doing. They're all like talking to each other. And this person put one of those apps on where you can translate. And it translated and said, basically, they found an island with yeah. dinosaurs on it. So we might need our, our, our people out there, our family of listeners to, to come forward. Help us out. Is that real or is it a load of bull? That's what we want to know, don't we, Nick? Yeah, we do. We want to know if it's real or a load of topic on mate. Now, it's possible, Damo. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. You say it. it. Is absol- it's absolutely possible. I'm not saying it is totally fact. <laughs> or, <laughs> or it's a load of topic on. I just can't tell. That's as far as we're going with this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what we're on about. Yeah, but let's uh, just soak up the laughter and just 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 yeah. see two two grown men laughing like children together. That's all. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a beautiful That's thing. Right. And, and you can guess if you want to guess what what Damo has just done on camera to me. That's not a problem. And you can guess what I I did on camera. Yeah, to Damo. guess what Nick did first. Can we have people write in? <laughs> guess what Nick did first? And did I up the ante? That's the question. Hey. Did I up the ante? Did um, I up the ante? But yeah. I'll be honest with you, if that was a game of cards, mate, I'm sticking. I ain't going for busts. That's as far as <laughs> I'm gone. No, that's fine. I don't care that's if you've got pontoon, fine. that's as far as I'm going. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, mate, cool. so that's the weird world news. It's uh, uh, yeah. Have we found, have China found dinosaurs on an island? It'd just be nice well, to first know. First of all, can I say, I've not seen anything about this story until you've just mentioned it right i say i've seen nothing i've not seen the 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 video of, of joe talking about the the discovery i've not seen any news articles about it so it, it's brand new to me yeah um now i don't know it, again i mean where are these um discoveries in what? china well, let, let me just point out how I saw it. And th- as I said, yeah. as I said, it, I'll tell you this because this is the world we now live in, which is so weird. Okay. Isn't it? Is that yeah. I, I was listening to the the um, this? It was like a, a TikTok thing. They could be pop up everywhere. Even if you're not on TikTok, they pop up everywhere. I don't know social media. These little things, and um, it was a video. What looked like you know of Joe Rogan. He tells him, and he's talking. And he says voice, and he says. Have you heard this? And he's talking to somebody, he's been interviewing, and he tells them the story yeah. about the dinosaurs. Now, when it got to the end, I thought, now I heard Joe Rogan and I saw Joe Rogan deliver that, that exact message. So that's got me real. Then I went, whoa. I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you, are you, to- uh, yeah, are you talking AI? Then I thought, yes. could it be it's actually a video? His mouth slightly yeah. behind the, the, the mic, so you can't see his mouth yeah. properly. And it's, someone's used AI to put that out there to start some silly yeah. kind of like propaganda. Yeah. Like of, so, so it could be AI. There's definitely a video, and I don't know if I can get it uploaded so people can see it uh, on the show notes. But if I can't, I will. Um, but it's a video, and it looks, it says, it says a video of Joe Rogan, whether it's, and it sounds exactly like Joe Rogan. 
but whether it's AI, yeah. I thought that straight after. And even that point made me think, what a story that is. How crazy it is. Well, we won't know unless Joe actually speaks out. But even, and we know. But even then, definite. even then when he speaks out, is that AI? Yeah, but what about, <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. That's, that's the downside, isn't it, to, to, to this technology? Um, but, you know, could he hold a sign up or something while he talks? Help know. me. Or or be on a, yeah. a very, very well-known television programme. Or, 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 you know, or we could just find the original video of him talking when that clips on and see if he's talking about that at the time. And I'm sure there's plenty of people listening mm. to this who love Joe Rogan. He's fantastic to, to listen to and watch. Somebody must have seen this. How old is the clip, Damo? Well, I got it yesterday, so I don't know how old it is. Right. I really okay. I can't okay. tell, mate. Um, but we'll, okay. we, we'll do some digging ourselves. It's very new that came into us. I think it's a fascinating story. Even if it turns out that it's all been known by AI, I think that is a fascinating story because I've seen some really... I know we're going off tangent here, but I wanted to ask you this as well, Nick. Have you seen yeah. the latest video that's been released by Mark Zuckerberg where him and another guy are in different parts of the, of, of the country, I think, or different parts of the, of, of the building, but they definitely aren't, aren't facing each other. But they've got these new um, VR uh, meta headsets on, and they're talking to yeah. each other. Now, if you've not seen the video, again, I will find the link to this, and I will drop this in here for people to look at, and we should do a show on this. What happens is, as we are talking now, I mean, myself and Nick right now are talking where we can see each other on video. And both of us extremely handsome people, yes. But um, yes. but this, what happens is when you put VR on, and I don't know if you've tried VR, it's very strange and it feels like you're looking around in, in a real world around yeah. you. But on this, yeah. they are ultra, because your face is scanned into it with all imperfections and everything. It doesn't even look yeah. like AI. It looks like you. And what happens is when you put the VR on, wow. you, I would look like you are your head is in the room with me. And if I, le- if I lean towards you, even to the side, both sides shine a light around it, it'll pick up the mm. light and the light will shine around you. So it's like the person's really in the room with you. It's that, it's that real. Oh, right, really? and, and they did wow. a demo when we released it, and it's freaky. It's absolutely... Even the guy who's I've doing it... I've not seen it. I've mate. not seen it. Can you find... Yeah, find that clip and let, let's... let's uh, it's how I do as well, a, if it's all right with you, Nick. Should, we'll, we'll, we'll do a bit on this next week on AI, yeah, and we'll bring that in. Not, and. No. Totally. Yeah, because totally. it's crazy, yeah. you know, if, you know, all this deep faking and everything's crazy the stuff they can do nowadays. In fact, what I would like to know is, you know, you're listening to this now, and do you, are you in favour of AI, or do you think it is very, very dangerous? Let us know your thoughts. Undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com is the email address. If you're on Instagram, we are on... Uh, Undiscovered Planet Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter, Und Planet, uh, Facebook, Undiscovered Planet Podcast. Well done, Nick. So many, so many different ways. Nobody can deliver that like you. Nobody can deliver it it twice as better than me. I can't, mate. Don't. I can't. (laughs) No such word as can't when it comes to Damon. All right, then I can. I can then. All right. Thank you. Thank you. No worries, mate. Thank you. Oh, I enjoyed that already. I feel like we just settled back in for another cosy night. I'm so, you know, first of all, I mean, not, um, not only the subject matter was wonderful, but you delivered the line of Weird World News. Perfectly. Perfect. First time in three so weeks. That really does, you know, it, it, 
you get an applause for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Oh, wow. Thank you for coming. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right. Oh, <laughs> are we getting near to our uh, UFO alien special? Say again. I said, are we getting close to our UFO with alien special? Yes, we are. Oh, do you know what? I'm tingling. I'm absolutely tingling. Should we get into it now, mate? Let's do it. All right. Well, what I want to do now is I want to take you on a little journey. If you bear with me. Oh, and we're bearing. We are bearing. Yeah. Because when I'm taking wow. you now, Nick, and all of you lovely listeners, as to a night... In 1996, the 20th of January, a rainstorm was raging through a small village in the coffee-grown region of Vahonga, Brazil. I'm sure it's nothing like that. I think it's Virginia, something like that, but Vangihaha. Three young girls aged 14, 16 and 22 are making their way home, having made the decision to take a new route that they hadn't taken before uh, through some fields and as they battle through the rain and the mud and the making way through the stark discovery they see a creature in the distance crouching on the floor covered in mud uh, the skin of the monster it looks like kind of uh, shiny it looks like an oily uh, residue to its skin it's got a large head with bumps all over it um, I know they did say from the story they had very large eyes as well extremely large eyes now the creature turned to look at the girls with these red red glowing eyes uh, and the fear the, the two young girls actually ran screaming saying that they'd seen the devil leaving one of the girls behind by the way Um now, there's one girl that was left behind. She said that when she looked this, this, this at the time was a creature. These are people who have been raised around religion and they believed it was a demon. Um, she said that this creature looked scared, that it was almost looking at hers as to say, I'm scared as well. You know, we're both scared here. And it looked injured. After the girl's terrifying ordeal, the story spread throughout the community and a few days later, after hearing the news of the sighting, a married couple who owned a farm nearby came out to tell the story that they had actually seen a UFO hovering over their farmland a few days before the girls had seen the creature on their way through the storm. Now, not long after that, uh, there was also uh, the, the government of Brazil seemed to ignore all these tales until um, a police officer called, and I'm sorry again, mate, Marco al Sharisizi. Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, who died just, on... Just say Marco. Just say Marco. Well, I don't want to make a joke of his name because this bloke died, right? Um, okay, <coughs> so his name's Marco. Now, he was a military copper who worked for, obviously, the, the, the military around there. Now, for some reason, when all this went down and the, the government were denying things were going on, definitely the police, heavy police presence, hit the town straight away. At the same time, the military hit the town straight away. Now, according to, to the, the story, and this has happened, that this person died, he was a real person, this Marco, who uh, was a military copy, was out looking because they'd heard about a couple of creatures roaming around after a UFO had crashed on this farm. And uh, he actually jumped from a car when he saw one of them, grabbed it, he was about four foot tall, these, these creatures were, and quite thin. Grabbed it and wrestled it back into the, this cop car, and they took it to a local um, 
hospital. Shortly after they went there, and obviously the, the army turned up, removed the creature, he became extremely ill with an infection. And no matter what they did, he couldn't get rid of this viral infection from his body, and it killed him. Another interesting thing is that... Um, Anywhere that these creatures were seen. Now, think when I say this to you, just think this is unusual. Anywhere yeah. that they were seen, there was an absolutely horrendous smell of, of like, um, I think they said it was like sulfur, um, like rotting fish. Oh. It was like a really powerful, oh. horrible chemical smell where, emanating from where they were. In fact, the, the mother who went back to look where the three girls had seen the injured alien originally, she yeah. said for about a week or so after she'd seen it, and the smell was still... She went back after it disappeared, remember that? She went back to see what her daughters had claimed they'd seen. And her breathing in that air, after it had left the area, it stayed on in her nostrils and breathing it in, like the smell of it, for over a week. She couldn't get rid of the smell. Anyway, really? the hospital where they were, they were took to, the sailing was took to, um, same thing, they couldn't get rid of the smell. These, these are uh, actually a, uh, I think it's called point uh, of contact, moment of contact. It's called moment of contact. contact. Please, 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 if you are interested in the paranormal, especially UFOs and things like that, so like UFO and alien special. Thank you. <laughs> I just threw that out there. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I think people are catching on to me now. We just said every time I mentioned that sentence, <laughs> Nick would press the button. Um, so yeah, basically, I'm losing trail of thought here. Yeah, watch this. Watch this documentary. The bloke who made yeah. this documentary. It took him 12 years to make this documentary. Um, he's in Amer- yeah, 12 years, American guy. Wow. And I tell you what's crazy about this documentary. I won't spoil it for you. You've got to watch it. All the people that he went out there to speak to, he had to go and find these people over a 12-year period and convince them to come on and talk about it. Not one person wanted to talk about what experienced because they, ble- they oh. believed that, that bad was going to happen to them, that, that there was the powers that be might silence them. They knew that a copper had died due to being involved in it. They didn't want anything brought to the, to the, the town to do with this. Oh. So these people aren't trying to make a quick buck out of anything and it is such a compelling documentary it's probably i would say the most compelling um you uf- ufological is that right um documentary i've ever seen i've seen yeah, quite yeah. a few but this one it just there's a scene it in it out. mate there's, yeah. a, there's a scene in it and I've, I've even heard joe rogan talk about this as well there's a scene in it um where one of the guys has to go back to an area i'll tell you this just has to go back to an area where something happened the guy, when he goes back, the way he reacts to being in that area and realizing where he is, that's not acting. And when you watch it, you will, you may, if, like you said, if, if it is acting, he's up there with like Robert De Niro, you know, Jack Nicholson as the greatest actors, because this guy, yeah. he looks, just, you've got to watch it and see the impact, but okay. please watch it. Moment of contact. And he called it moment of contact because this was. Where was it available to watch, Demo? Uh, I think you can get it most, most places, mate. I don't know if it's on Netflix right now. Um, I know that you can kind of, you can you can buy it online at Amazon and that and, and, and buy it on a DVD or something. Okay. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you can download it somewhere. Do your searches. If we can find anywhere or any links to it, we will chuck that in uh, and it for a look at. But please, if you get a chance, Moment of Contact is such a phenomenal documentary. 12 years in the making. 
absolutely phenomenal as it's such such a, a great documentary. But yeah, so what do you think about that, Nick? I mean, this is meant to be the Brazilian Roswell. Wow. Well, a few things that uh, stand out, Damo. I mean, you mentioned that the, the, the sighting uh, of the UFO on the farm. Yes. And then a few days later, the missing girl. Now, that to me ties up. Yeah. Only it... because, yeah, only because you've got a sighting of an unidentified flying object. Then you've got a few days later. <laughs> I'm not laughing because she's missing. I'm laughing because what you're doing putting me off. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Carry on. <laughs> I can't wait till we do videos and people can watch us, you know. Oh, oh they're going to love it. I they mean, are. it's the only thing keeping me alive at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best. But, yeah, so, obviously, you've got the UFO on the farm, then a few days later, the missing girl, and then Marco passes away. Now, look at it, at the, you know, the, the timeline of events, yeah? Don't you find that quite crazy? Yeah, you've got, you've got to bear in mind, Nick, as well, the way that I've explained it to you. It's like me saying, right, I'm going to explain to you um, the six or seven books of, of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings by going, I'll explain it to you. Um, there's a Hobbit mm, with a ring, yeah. uh, going to be an adventure, uh, yeah. in the end, no, I've told you point. some I bullet points. Point. When you watch this documentary, you realise there's so much to it. that The people, you know, these young girls, um, these two sisters and a friend, they, they go back as adults to the spot they actually have to break into an area to get to the spot where they saw it. But you can even tell wow. them when they go back there that it's 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 an it's almost like a PTSD. It affects them like they, they feel like they're, they're there again. They could see it there again. They feel, everything starts coming back to them. Um, it's crazy. I mean, guns get pulled on everything. You could name it in a documentary. This to me, mate, is I would say a greater documentary than like kind of Lion King. Uh, sorry, the Tiger King. <laughs> Lion King wasn't a documentary. <laughs> that was yeah. that was not a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, oh, so, yeah, yeah, so like Tiger King, everyone's saying, oh, it's fantastic. This, mate, is, I, I don't know why more people aren't talking about it. I really don't. It's such a good documentary. It's strange because I, I, I'm, I, you know me, Damon, I'm, I'm into things, I'm, I'm fascinated with documentaries like this. Yeah. And I don't believe I've ever seen it. A moment of contact. I don't believe I've ever seen that. It would have, surely I would have remembered that. Well, put it this way, right? When I was looking it, looking it up, right, and I'd heard the story come out. Um, this this happened to me in one of them kind of algorithms, like when it pops in onto your phone, you're thinking, "Oh, I've never heard this before. What's this?" And yeah. it said Brazilian yeah, yeah. Roswell, and then you start looking into a bit more. And then I followed it through, and it said, "And there's this documentary." I'm like, "Okay, that's interesting." And I looked it up. You know, on places like Rotten Tomato, it's got something like ninety mm. percent out of hundred. I mean, that's like ridiculous oh, wow. for a documentary. Wow. It's just such a well-made documentary as well. And uh, I take me out to, to forget the name of the chap. But next week we will mention him. We will mention him. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's, if we can, both watch the documentary in the week and then we'll, we'll bring our own point of view to it. And obviously, I know you've seen it, Damo. Um, I'll watch it again, mate. Re- exactly. Let's do a refresher. Yeah, for de- um, definitely. Not only for the fact that it, 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 you know, 12 years in the making, my goodness me, what effort. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this guy's like put, put everything into doing it, but 
it's it, the, oh. the other thing, mate, is it's not, when you watch it, it's not sensationalised. It's not like done in such a way where, you know, sometimes you watch things and you can tell it's like Lizard Lex kind of thing where there's a better actor yeah, going yeah, in. Yeah, the, yeah. This is just a bloke who takes a cameraman with him and he goes and looks for, for people involved in the story and he just starts digging into it. He even explains how he got into the story, how he found out about it. Because it was kept really quiet. No one wanted to talk about it. He had to go in like as this kind of an investigated and you know, a re- reporter and, and look for it. But you, you do find, though, you know, people that experience things like that, they go through certain things within this genre. A lot of them yeah. are afraid to speak out. Yeah, they are, yeah. Because they get told you know, to keep it quiet. Mm, mm, and fear of being ridiculed as well. Well, I, I personally think anything to do with UFOs and aliens um, are special. Um, this is what I was saying on, 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 I believe it was last week's show, Damo. We were talking about um, reporters. If, 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 they, if they grab a, uh, you know, uh, if, if they get a news story, yeah. something to do with an alien or, or UFO, and it's fantastic. And my, what I said was, surely these people have to be prepped. And quite, quite correctly, you said, well, yes, they do, Nick. It's got to go through the editor. Obviously, it's got to go through the editor, whether it's a TV show yeah. or newspaper, print, whatever. But what I mean is, surely, the people at the top, yeah, the editors, are primed by whether it be government or, oh, yeah. or, or what. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly do believe that. Mate, they, they claim... It'll be out there all over the place. The, stories here, stories there. If you, if you, again, this is, I know we keep saying this all the time, but this is a future, a future show. Apparently, if you look at all the media, whether that's TV, film, magazines, computer, you name it, any kind of media, and you go to the top, so you've got like Disney that own Marvel, that own, and it goes down like that, yeah. and they own Fox News and everything. They reckon if you can control the six people, at the top, because there's six companies right at the top that own all the media, you can control everything. You control wow. the narrative. So if they're told, look, we're not posting anything to do with aliens or UFOs, unless we can prove it and ridicule people about it afterwards, let them run yeah. with it. So it's stuff that really happens, mate, maybe we don't know. I don't know. No, this is it. This is, this is what I'm saying. I think we need to look further into that. Yeah, <clears> for definitely. Really and we're the right people. Oh. If anybody can, yeah? Well, I know you can, if, absolutely. If anybody can't, we can't. That's the attitude. Well, I know Josh can't because he's, you know, just absolutely useless. Oh, where's Josh? Emma, Emma, on the other hand, is quite lovely. She is actually downstairs. There's another um, recording going on in the cool. studio at the moment. Okay. And Josh is just assisting them. I'm more capable to... Uh, well, he trusts me. Yeah, Josh and assisting aren't normally in the same sentence, mate. No, no, but he's, he's, you know, he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. So give him the benefit of the doubt. Where Otherwise, is that, mate? Josh! Oh, that's the wrong one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Josh? Where is he the... playing the trumpet downstairs? <laughs> you st- Doing that over the time and pressing the wrong button now. I think I prefer when Josh played the trumpet when he shouted at him. <laughs> what, this one? That's it. Oh, this is the Josh music. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's enough of that. That's enough of that, Josh, yeah. please. Oh. We pretend Josh, we pretend Josh presses the buttons, but, you know. So. No problem. 
Well, I believe that yeah. last week... Mm-hmm. Are we okay to move swiftly on? Of course we are, mate. What have you got for us? Oh, I tell you. Well, part two of my interview with Natalie Osborne Thomason. Yes. Now, oh, my gosh, Damo. She mentioned time slips. So I thought, come on. Okay. This is what happened when I spoke to Natalie about time slips. But I would like to write um, a book about all aspects of the paranormal because I've mainly concentrated on ghosts and hauntings. That's my kind of thing, really. But I would like to write about all the subjects we've talked about here, time slips. Actually, talk about the time slip that occurred to you. Long, long time ago. And I'll tell you when it roughly would have been. I'd been to a paranormal, I've been to the 14 Times Conference um, the year before, and I'd met up with, I think his name was John Teal. Okay. Um, and I love his books. I've, I, I used to read about four or five books a week, of generally, of stuff, just to sort of like learn about the paranormal, learn about history, learn about ancient Egypt and all those things. Anyway, I went to the conference and I sat and spoke to him. And he said, I told him I'd written one book, so it would have been between 1996 and 1999, so it would have been between those two years. And I said, I started writing about the paranormal in the UK, mainly. Um, He said, oh, be careful. And I said to him, oh, why is that, John? And he goes, oh, he said, they'll be keeping their eye on you now you're doing that. They'll be watching you. I said, he'll be watching me. He said, I don't know who they are, but he said they're... They've been following me for years, and he said, it's not nice. So he said, just beware. If you open that Pandora's box, you can't shut it. And he scared me a bit. I thought, what? And in the Mothram prophecies, he goes to Point Pleasant, where that bridge collapse is. And every time he stops in a hotel, they always know he's going to be there. They say, oh, yes, Mr. Keel, we had your reservation. He said, I I, I only just decided to stop here now. And he used to get phone calls from a man called Indridge Cold. And he said he was an alien and he was watching him and he was making sure that, um, he you know, what he was doing, that it was it was okay, basically. Yeah. And he scared the life out of this. I think he actually caused him to have a breakdown, this injury call, because he knew yeah. so much about him. It freaked him out. Well, anyway, did. yeah, put that to one side. About, well, it must have been after that conference, because I used to go every year to the 14 times conference, but... Sometimes I'd take my son Laurie with me, but I'd normally go on my own. But anyway, I was driving back from my daughter's, and it would have been in the evening. And I think my other kids were at, the, at my house in Pattershall, which would have took me about 25 minutes to get from Dustin to Pattershall. Well, it took me an hour and 25 minutes. And I didn't realise when I got home. And I think my kids said, oh, you were a long time. And I said, no, I wasn't. I was just a normal. Anyway, I didn't think too much of it. And then when I then when I um, went to get um, undressed to, to go to bed later on, my underwear was all on back to front and inside out. And I what? thought, this is a bit this is a bit weird. Why <laughs> why is my bra on inside out? My knickers yeah. on inside out back to front. Anyway, that was so weird. And I had a vivid dream that night that I'd stopped at a, a car stopped me on the railway bridge because. Um, well, actually, was it before the bridge? It 
could have been, because they did put a bridge over that railway, but it's near the railway tracks. A car stopped me, flashed its lights and stopped me, and I wound the window down, and it was these two guys in MIBs, this is what I think they were, you know, men in black. Yeah. And they said, oh, we need to talk to you. And they kind of, like, grabbed me and put me in, and I, I obviously didn't resist. And they took me in the back of the car, and they were asking me questions. You need to tell us, this is what I do remember about it. But it was a dream, but I kept getting flashbacks, so this wasn't... I think they somehow erased my memories. But basically, they said, you need to tell us everything that you know. And I said, about what? They said, everything. I said, I don't know anything. Who are you? What one of these? They said, you've got to tell us. You need to tell us everything that you know, everything you found out. I said, since when? What are we talking about? You've got to narrow it down. It, it was like they, they were desperate to find out, but they wouldn't tell me what. And we were going around in circles. Yeah. The next thing I knew, they got this pen. It was like a pen or like a laser pen. And I think they put it on the side of my head, like on your temple. And the next thing I knew, I was driving home. So anyway, I kept getting these flashbacks. I kept seeing it, and I and I got a book out from the library. I think it was a Jenny Randall's book, and it was called Men in Black. I'm sure it was Jenny Randall's. And she said about certain people that see UFOs or paranormal investigators or whatever, sometimes get in, interviewed. That's a kind way of putting it. Cause it's mm. against your will. You don't, you know, then... You know, they're doing, taking you out of your car and putting you in the back of their car and stuff. But she said, people get interviewed and they, you know, want to know how much you, what you know about everything. And that made sense to me because they kept saying, we need to know what you, what you know, you know, tell us everything. Do, is there anything that you, that at the time that you possibly would have known that could have, you know, piqued, piqued their interest? No, the only thing I can think is, um, I've written a book, and that's it. That's the only thing I've done. I've written a book, and it was about ghosts. Not there was no mention in Walking Through Walls, my first book. There was no mention of me seeing that UFO. I don't think me believing that aliens. There was were nothing, kind of, nothing to do with aliens. It was, you know, in terms of ghosts. Is that correct? Exactly, exactly. So oh. it was only in my third book, Psychic Quest, that I touched upon because it was like an autobiographical book. I touched upon my sights and what got me interested in the paranormal was paranormal experiences. If I hadn't, as a child, experienced strange phenomena, strange stuff, I would not have been interested enough or had enough knowledge to write books about it. What would you say to anyone who maybe have experienced something similar to what you've experienced, Nat, and they are a little bit dubious about telling people? Right. I would say... Um, I can understand you being dubious about telling people because obviously you don't want to be judged. But sometimes it helps to talk about it because it is quite traumatic to have these experiences. You need to talk to someone about it. I had to talk to people about it. I couldn't keep it to myself because I, I was thinking, what's going on? So, you know, it, I, think you need to, I think you need to talk to at least your nearest and dearest. You might not want to tell your boss at work. You might not want to tell your work colleagues, your best friends, whatever. But you should tell someone because it's a big burden to carry. Wow. I know. How mad's that, mate? Oh, dear, mate. I mean, uh, it's, isn't it crazy? I mean, what, what do you, listening to that, 
what what do you make of it? I mean, obviously, I, I feel that she's telling her truth. Um, this is the same lady that saw the alien with ginger hair. Am I right? Yeah. Um, I think I think there's every possibility that there could be some kind of time slips. I don't know if that means there's time travel. Um, I mean, I know these, there's some really intelligent people out there now that could tell you their view on time and how time doesn't even exist. Um, and they can make some kind of logic of that. Um, I know there's a place, a famous place in Liverpool, is it Bond Street in Liverpool? That um, Yeah, we, we spoke about that before, haven't we? We have, yeah. And, and people can... Um, People claim that they've been up and down there and, and gone through time slips themselves. Um, I mean, Nick, you 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 matter. You you spoke with this lady. What were your feelings yep. when yeah. you were speaking? I mean, I I I know Natalie. I mean, that's what I'm saying. This is why I said on, on last week's show your opinion because you don't know Natalie and and the listener who's who's listening to the show. The majority of of the listeners won't know. Who, Natalie, they yeah. wouldn't have met her, you know. So, what I'm saying is, I, I suppose I'm more biased because I, I know I, I've known her for years. But having said that, I trust Natalie. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I really do. So, I mean, um, you'd you'd be like a a character reference. You'd be a character witness for it. Well, absolutely. I'd be more like yeah. a, a member of the jury. Hmm. Yeah. Um, listening to her voice, I, I don't get any feelings that she's trying to pull anything, that she's making things up. I think um, she's telling, like I say, her truth. I'd love to have been there to experience it myself because, you know, experiencing anything unusual like well, that would be life-changing. This is, this, but yeah, this is what I'm saying, though. I mean, <clears throat> although I do know Natalie, the point is I wasn't there. You wasn't there. Yeah. If we experienced our own time slip. Yeah. You know, then maybe we can relate more to what Natalie's speaking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, it says, look, mm. anything to do with, with the unusual paranormal, um, as in, it's you've got to see to believe. It's, it, you know, the, it's in the, the eye, the, the beholder. What's that saying? What is that saying? <laughs> What is that saying? I got no idea what the saying is. Something about in, in the eye of the, the beholder. I don't know. Beholder. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Eye, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. Somebody write yeah. in if they know what I'm on about as well. Please. <laughs> now I've got to apologise. I don't know, and I'm going to just put it out there. Normally, you wouldn't talk about this on air, but if it happens, then great. Did I talk over the interview slightly? No. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we just so people do know as well. If there's any change to the audio that's happened uh, before, and during, or after that, only because I, I have actually um, I had to flip over to uh, Bluetooth partway through uh, to connect you to the the system. So uh, that's when you thought yeah. that you might be speaking, you w you weren't speaking there, mate. Oh, um, that's fine. Okay, because look, all I can say is now you do sound a little bit different to to what you did before. It, only in my ears, but. Yeah. Whether that applies to the whole show, who knows? We'll only we'll wait until we listen to it. That's why it's they call good. me. That's why they call me the chameleon of podcasting because I'm constantly come, come, changing. Come, 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 chameleon. 
They come in and go. How beautiful. You've got a fairy with you. That is quite magical. Hey, listen. That is quite magical. I'd like to talk next week as well if we can about fairies. Do you know what? We will talk about fairies. Yeah. Gen- no, generally, I've, I've found a, a podcast. I'll, I'll mention the podcast next week. Uh, I randomly found it, and uh, very yeah. interesting. I didn't think you'd be able to fill a podcast with stories of people seeing little folk all the time, but it happens a lot. Can I just say, can I just say, all children believe in fairies, whether they like it or not. Yeah, and, and, that sim- and they have it to. It's that simple. Yeah, you have exactly. to. Exactly. Do you know why? Yeah. Because if you don't, Tinkerbell dies. Oh. Isn't that what happens if you oh, don't believe? I believe so. Yeah, I do believe so. I mean, I, I'm I'm 42 and I believe in fairies. I do love a fairy. We've heard you are extremely partial to a fairy. Oh, we can leave that there. Please. <laughs> Let's leave that there. It needs to sound like the right crap. Oh, right. We've got off a tangent here, guys. Okay, so. Oh, I don't know. Um, Nick. I think we've yeah. come to a special part of the show that I always get excited for every single part of the week. Oh, yes, yes. I forgot about this. And this, of course, is Stepani's Supernatural Quiz. On today's show, or today's quiz, I should say, Demo is up. Because uh, how many did you get last week, Damo? Come on. Mate, I think I got five out of five last week, didn't I? Five out of five. Okay, well, let's try it again then, Damo, because <laughs> we've got multiple choice. We've got A or B. Oh, well, right? have we? Right, okay. Yeah, five, five questions, but um, two possible answers for each question. Obviously, yeah. if you get the correct answer, yeah. you'll hear this noise. <laughs> and that was uh, that was Natalie from the interview. So big thank you to Natalie. Um, so that's the correct answer. One more time. Okay. Did she have a horn in the house? house? <laughs> she did have the horn in the house. Yes. <laughs> um, if you get it wrong, Damo, which fingers crossed you won't, you'll hear this noise. You ready for this then? Question number one. Stand by, please. And you're going to have about 15 to 20 seconds to answer, <laughs> to answer the question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. What is the traditional name for a ghost that can shapeshift or transform into different forms. Are you going to give me the choice, A or B? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, okay, start again. Yeah, okay. What is the traditional name for a ghost that can shapeshift (laughs) or transform into different forms? A, a phantom, or B, Wraith. A or B? Hmm. So we're looking at what traditional name for a ghost that can shapeshift or transform into a different form. 
A or B, Damo? I'd like to go with A. I've got I've actually got a section written up for do that. We should do that next week as well, because they are mental we'll, things. Okay, we will do that next week. Okay. okay. Well then you should have known that. What are you talking about then? I'm not ready man. yet, I'm just wrote yeah. Unbelievable you absolutely make it up as you <laughs> along. Okay, question, question number two. In folklore demo, uh-huh. which mythical creature is said to be half human and half goat, known for its mischievous? And sometimes malevolent, <laughs> malevolent behaviour. Is it a, is it a werewolf, or is it a satire? Satire? How do you pronounce that? S A T Y R. A or B, Damo? A or B? Could it be a centaur? Could it be a centaur? That is a centaur. Satire. Okay. Satire? Satire. So, in folklore, which mythical creature is said to be half human and half goat, known for its mischievous and sometimes malevolent behaviour? A or B? Werewolf or... How do you pronounce it? Satire. (laughs) Is it a satire? (laughs) It's centaur. It is, Damo. It's whatever a centaur, that word is. It's a centaur. S A T Y R. How do you pronounce that? S A T Y R. Satire. That's what I thought. Satire. This is definitely not satire. <laughs> Josh, you. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I, okay. I, I am really, really, he is really getting on my nerves. Oh. Okay, question number three, Damo. Right? Okay, let's do this. Which famous author wrote the novel Dracula, introducing the iconic vampire character, Count Dracula? Was it A, Edgar Allan Poe, or B, Bram Stoker? So we're looking at the the author that wrote the novel Dracula, who introduced the iconic vampire character Count Dracula. A or B? Mate, this is Bram Stoker. <laughs> well done. Well done. Lord Almighty. Oh. Damn me. Good job his name, his first name wasn't Willie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> question I thought four. you said in Gram Stroker. <laughs> <laughs> I think he lives down the road. Oh, oh Graham Stroker. Me. Carry on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, not a problem. Question four. What is the name of the psychological phenomenon where someone feels a presence or sees a shadowy figure nearby, often associated with supernatural Encounters. Is it A. Hypnogogia or B. Deja vu? 
Come on, get that music on. Okay. So what is the name of the uh, psychological phenomenon where someone feels the presence of a shadowy figure nearby? It's often associated with supernatural encounters. A or B, Damo? Bizarrely, I'm going to go with A on this one. Well done, Damo. Okay, I was going to pronounce it again, but... Um, no, don't. Hypnogogia or hypnogogia. <laughs> hypnogogia. Hypnogogia. Yeah. Well done. Okay. What bones that I connected mean, I... to? Exactly. This was, you know, this is what we need to know. Question number five, Damo. Yeah. In traditional witchcraft and folklore, what is the term for a doll or effigy that is used for cursing or harming a person by supernatural means? Is it A, voodoo doll, or is it B, witch's puppet? A, voodoo doll, or B, witch's puppet? It's a doll or effigy that is used for harming or cursing of someone. Mate. <laughs> it's got to be voodoo doll. <laughs> well done, oh. Damo. Oh, my goodness me. I am so... How many have you got right? Four out of five, any? Four out of five. Oh, big enough for Damo. Come on. <laughs> Well done, Damo. Thank you. I enjoy that. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not very happy with the first question. No. Uh, what, what was the traditional name for a ghost that can shapeshift and transform into different forms? A wraith. Yeah. Now, you know, you, you've, you've clearly done a lot of work on that subject, so why did you get that incorrect? Because I don't think that's what they are. I think what they're calling a wraith, they think is something called a skinwalker. And a reef and a skinwalker are completely different creatures. Okay, so what you're telling me, Josh has got it wrong yet again. <laughs> what do you think? You stupid! <laughs> I don't know. He's just ridiculous. Yeah, always oh, got. I, I honestly, mate, I don't think a, a yeah, rafe. A, a interesting rafe. one. Yeah, there's a reason as well. I'll explain next week why they call the rafe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's yeah. it's. Um, are you saying Rafe or Rake? Not saying Rake. I'll, I'll spell it for you. Yeah. It is W R A I T H. Rafe. Yeah. Again, I I, it's, I don't think a Rafe is shape shifting. I think a Rafe is very similar to um, to like a ghoul kind of thing, um, but the, the well, shape like a, like a goblin and ghouls. Well, they've got goblins different than a ghoul, aren't they? Well, mate, you got to get, you got to know your goblins from your ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to know that. <laughs> You've got to know that. Yeah. What, what we'll have to That's do, right. you know, what we'll have to do um, each week is we'll, we'll bring we'll bring up a couple of creatures and we'll just talk about them in general. Anyway, if you want, just to kind of like chat and just educate each other, educate people listening. People can educate. Yeah, well, I'm going to be totally honest. I've never in my uh, I've, I mean, I've been 
into the paranormal now for yeah. well, you gosh, know, twenty odd years. I've never heard of a Wraith. I think Wraith's actually got created for a book I mentioned earlier on. They're in Lord of the Rings. They oh, are the Wraiths. Okay. Right, okay. It was a, quite a, a recent thing. What I'm saying is I think they were created for literature. They've not come from any kind of folklore. I don't think they're part of cryptozoology. It's like, that's what, that's, you know, the, right, the, so, so, okay, so the question, the, the question yeah. is, let's just go for that question one more time, just yeah. to clarify. Yeah. What is the traditional name for a ghost that can shapeshift or transform into different forms? That was the question. Yeah. And the, and the, 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 the possible answer was either a phantom, which was incorrect. Or a wraith. You got the, or a wraith, and you got the answer. To... Mate, well, you, you know what? I, 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 I just go, whatever the universe provides, I accept it. And it's given me four out of five. Yeah. And I'm happy with that, mate. I'm happy going in with four out of five. Oh, another time, let's come on, let's give it up for Damo, please. Come on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Wembley, I love you. Wonderful times. Oh, yeah, stadium. <laughs> Wembley Stadium. Yeah, Wembley Subway. Oh. Yeah, all right. Um, okay. Um, where are we now, mate? God, I've lost all track. This is what happens when we oh, get I chatting. Know. I know. Do you know what we should do, mate? I know. I think we should, um, I think we should get some thank yous out there to a few people. Yeah, well, I, I got a message on um, our Instagram account, which is, of course, Undiscovered Planet Podcast. And this is from Lena, Wayne, and little Charlie, uh, listening from Oxfordshire. And they say, a big hello, and please do keep up the good work. And also, Tammy and Edward from East Kilbride up in Scotland say, we're loving the show, guys. Thank you for entertaining us. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Honestly, yeah, thank it, you, guys. I mean, we we just wing it, you know. Well, clearly, I do. Damo's the one that's controlling everything. No, look, I'm mate, mate, we are like, <laughs> like if you had, if you had a, a a cracker, right? But you didn't have any cheese. Was it a Jacob's cracker? It'd still be shit without cheese. Yeah. Okay. Eat a oh, cracker, yeah, mate. Like... Eat a cracker without cheese. The shit, right? Eat a bit of cheese on its own. It's all right. But eat a cracker with cheese. That's oh, magical. Divine. We are crackers and cheese. Yes, we are crackers and cheese. Yeah. That's how I like to look Name at it. Damo and Nick, a.k.a. crackers and cheese. I, I don't know which one of us is crackers or which one's cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one I'm going for. Yeah, I know you do. I know where cheese is going straight away. Oh, and it's not this end of the country, let's say that. Oh, mate, it's I've not. got... Now I've got I've also got a, a message that's come in from somebody, and okay. it says, um, "Please stop doing these shows." And that's from my dad. So uh, just says, just want to say thank you to my dad. <laughs> he didn't do that, by the way. I just thought I'd throw that in there. David Bowie once said, "Cha cha 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 cha, Mike." Nice way for that. Mate, yeah, that's it. Uh, he's my favourite oh. artist as well, Bowie is. David Bowie. Yeah, no, I can tell that. That's why I got it. Yeah. That's why he sent it in, I think. He knows that. He didn't send it in, mate. Oh, not David Bowie. I was going to say, I thought it's the David Bowie I don't think he listens to us. No, not yet, no. No. Or maybe he does. Maybe he does. You just never know. You just never know. I tell you what, though. Please do share 
this little podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with a stranger. Yeah. You know, pass it around. Sharing is, of course, caring. Do you know what? Damo and I know. Yeah, we know all about it. And, and obviously, just make sure you get yourself checked up every now and again. But I've got to say this to you, right, mate? I think it's important that we do take a moment to talk about this because mm. we do have lots of people and we are growing. We are growing and growing and growing. Every week I'll look at the figures and it's growing and we're spreading around the world. Um, we're like a really nice um, viral disease that's just float, <laughs> just floating around the world. We've, we've infected America. Uh, we, we're yeah. slipping into the borders of France right now. We've already completely, we've, we've, we've completely desolated the UK. I mean, that, that's past yeah. any oh, hard right. now. Yeah. Um, but we right. won't get out to all these other little countries and infect them as well. But we need people to, we should have people that are our carriers. That's what we need, some carriers to take this yeah. fantastical infection and pass it on to the friends. If you love somebody, give them this infection. Tell them that if they could just pass this on. All you've got to say is so one of your mates, just right now, right now, as you, you listening right now. Yes, you. Okay. Do me a favour. Do me and Nick a favour, please. Think about please. two, three, tell you what, five friends. Just think of five friends, five friends or family, just for a laugh, ping them over and just say, look, tell you what, don't take my way for it. I've listened to this podcast. Tell us what you think of it. And then ask them to do the same. And let's see. Like them letters that kids do in school when the teacher shows them how good the internet is and they go, watch this. And they do a picture and say, share this, yeah. And they send it off and then before you know it, it's gone to like 10 book two and all around the world and everyone's holding pictures up saying, wow, we've we've conquered the world in like a few days. We could do the same thing with this podcast. We could affect the world. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. In a couple of days, let's see if we can get, let's see if we can get another couple, a couple more countries involved in it. So you got to do. Think of some people in different countries. Think of a few friends. Just pass on the good word. That's all we're asking. It's not pass on the baton, so to speak. Yeah. And also, if you can, in the week, watch a uh, the, the, the little documentary, a moment of contact. Yes. Remember, twelve years in the making, mate. It's it's, it's phenomenal. I'm going to track it down and I'm going to watch it in the week at some point. Yeah, you're gonna. If, 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 if you can do the same, and please do. And um, yeah, I mean, if you want to come on the show next week and talk about it, you know, get yeah. in touch. Undiscoveredplanet at hotmail.com is our email address. You say that so well. Oh, you wow. really do, honestly. Mate, it's with sadness that once again I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. Okay. Oh, it's not. No, that's nice to say that. It is. I, know I normally don't say it to men, but that's mm. that's 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 how it is. So um, well, it's okay. very different this time. I mean, people can't see what we can see, and I don't know whether they're lucky or not, but I can see Nick's face. He can <laughs> see mine. Yes, <laughs> through I the, can. Through the wonders of technology, we're looking at each other. It feels like we can almost embrace through through the airwaves. And we're doing that with you yeah. right now while we're speaking. We're embracing you. Oh, that's right. Come for an hug. Yeah, Come absolutely. on. Come for an hug. But if you, I mean, if, you, if, if you're enjoying this, then do you just wait until we get video oh. produced and, and then published as well? Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll actually see what goes behind, what goes on behind a closed mic, so to speak. Yeah. So you'll wait and see. Just wait and see. That's all I'm saying. Mate, it's been wonderful again to see you. This time. Oh, and you, Damo, as always. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Never a chore. Um, no. Shrink them every time, Damo. Shrink them every time, mate. Never blow them up. 
Absolutely. Never blow them up, shrink them every time. Absolutely. Mate, no, uh, no, agreed. Thank you so much, Nick, for being with us and you guys for listening. And we'll see you all again next week. Until then, goodbye. Love you all. Undiscovered Planet Podcast, hosted by Davo Sims and Nick Stapani. Brought to you by Screaming Head Productions and SPN Media UK. Today's researcher, Emma Bodley, has meticulously delved into the depths of knowledge to bring you this captivating episode. Sponsored by Studio 2 in Northamptonshire and Paralysis Escape Rooms in Stoke-on-Trent. Trent.